What up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dream Chasers podcast. And today we have Jamie on the show. I am super, 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 super excited. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so Jamie has a marketing background. Uh, she's a mother and uh, she's a hustler. Uh, of course, you have myself and Steven, and we're going to talk about everything that's going on. Whatever is going on, everything. So how are your holidays going so far? The <laughs> Typically for the marketing agency, we get really busy in like September, October, everybody ordering all of their stuff. But this year, it's just been kind of crazy. So everybody's really been behind that. So we have all of our MOX agency stuff going crazy. And then we have, I also own Moxie Blankets, which is a weighted blanket company. And holiday sales for that have been just I mean, we we have been extremely blessed (laughs) this holiday season. So it's been it's been awesome. Um, I actually just dropped off all of our weekend orders um, this morning before I before I got here um, because we want to obviously try and get before Christmas like everybody. Yeah, yeah, we're dropping. So today and tomorrow um, we'll be dropping packages off two three times a day just so that we can try and get them out to to our Customer base, and nice. whatever you want to call them, uh-huh. clients, users, whatever. Your people. Um, yes, our, our, our people, our clan, our, uh-huh. our crew, our group, our the tribe, Moxie whatever. Crew. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, because, um, you know, obviously with, with owning your own business, customer service is got to be your top priority. Right. So, and it's tough, like, right? Like, like having, yeah. when you have a lot, and that's, so I've just started getting success in the last maybe four or five years, yeah. right? So the first four or five years were a struggle. Like they were hard, they were tough. <laughs> I would cry all the time, like in my car by myself, you know, cause people <laughs> didn't understand me. Yeah, and I did it. yeah, and I mean, even now, like still, even though success is there, it's still tough. It's oh, not, yeah. you still have those days where you do want to cry and yeah. things are not going how being, you want them to go. Being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. I mean, it is nonstop just hustle. I was, I was talking to my daughter the other day and cause she works for me and she's like, well, I make this much an hour. And if I do this and this and this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, she's like, well, I still don't make as much as you. So you pay for the gas in my car. So I'm like, well, hold, 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 hold. Yeah. Um, keep getting straight A's and yes, I'll pay for the gas in your car. However, uh-huh. if you calculate it like by the hour, I'm like, dude, I probably make like two bucks an hour yeah. with all yeah. the time yeah, that I put in. So I'm like, you really can't compare that. Um, but, but, uh, I mean that, in itself has been one of the fun things of owning a business is uh-huh. my kids are very much involved yeah. with it is a family life. business it is yeah. yeah and now that my daughter has her license she can take the orders to the <laughs> there you go leverage which is, leverage yeah, which is really nice because you know when you have when you got 20 10 pound blankets you gotta haul into the post office it's can be a workout in itself yeah <laughs> so you know, it's nice to have that's that, that's so. awesome that that your kids are learning the business yeah. and stuff like the other day i was telling about TikTok, and yes. your son was like on it right like yeah he signed up like TikTok. literally right within that conversation i love that was, he was all over it i know yeah. i've been trying to uh get my daughter more involved in like taking her to meetings and stuff i was talking to one of my friends yeah that is he at the gym and he's extremely successful his dad has been since basically since he was born his dad has been extremely successful but he has other siblings that didn't really like want to partake yeah. in going to meetings and traveling and all, all that. And he did. And so now he's the most successful person yeah. in his family. Which he's awesome. just as successful as his dad. Right. So, and that's because he would go to all the meetings and I was taking my kid to meetings when she <laughs> had to, right. When she was four or five, yeah. six, 
Now she's 13 and she goes, Dad, I already know everything. Like, I'm like, no, you don't. She's like, oh, there's so much to learn. Yes. And it's like, it's tough because it's, well, at least for my kid. I can't speak for other kids. Yeah. For her, it's like boring because she knows everything, but she's a teenager. She, she wants to do this teenager stuff. Yeah. But that's awesome yeah. to hear that like yeah. your kids are really heavily involved. It is. It's yeah. been fun. I actually took, we go to the Silicon Slope Summit every year. Uh -huh. And so I took my daughter with me um, this year. And she, like this girl does not miss school for anything. Oh, like she's, she's extremely yes. studious. Um, and she hates miss school, but I was like, just, just come. It'll be all right. You'll be good. And she loved it. It was, you know, it was very, it was very fun. She got to, um, once she got to meet a lot of like colleagues that I have. And so of course now she's like, mom, you know, everyone. And I'm like, well, <laughs> with everyone, but yeah, I do have a pretty solid network. Uh -huh. Um, so that, you know, that was fun to get to, to have her to see, um, that social aspect of business and how fun it is mm -hmm. to meet new people. But also, I mean, the speakers that they have at this, the summit, they're always just, mm -hmm. they're outstanding. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was really, that was really fun. Um, and then with the film, she's always like on the ball, checking orders and saying, okay, we got to pull this. We got to pull that. My, my son, he, goes through spurts <laughs> when he wants to help with fulfillment. Uh -huh. Um but but both of them are and I mean he's only ten so yeah he's you know girls are just built different than boys. No, I I hate to say it but <laughs> no, it's, true. it's just <laughs> she just you know is very she's very motivated yeah. to, to, to do more. He's you know he's still just he just wants to play baseball all the time. Which yeah, is cool because yeah. I love baseball and uh -huh. I love to watch him play. But um, she's just like crazy she just does it, yeah. Her. She just does it. Yeah, yeah. She's, uh, that's cool. She's amazing. Yeah. She will actually graduate from high school with her associates, and then oh, go on awesome. to school. Cause she is going to be a pediatric uh, surgeon. Oh dang! Yeah. She has some big dreams. So she's yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's pretty she's pretty hardcore. But then you know she always says, "But don't worry, mom. I'll still help you." With <laughs> cool. Yes. Gonna... And it, when you're in pre med, <laughs> I know for real. She's gonna come home yeah. and help you with, yeah. with that. So she and that's again why I pay for her gas. Yeah, she just yeah, she just go that's awesome. I'll go that... home today and my house will be spotless. She just. That's just her. She just yeah, she just does it. Yeah. yeah, that's like one of the big things that like we've been talking about. So this like last week and a half, two weeks, like we've uh, been wanting to invite female entrepreneurs onto the show uh, because prior to that, I was just we just had males, right? Yeah. But we want to show the female side of entrepreneurship yeah. and show that there really is a difference. Like me and Rafael talk about it all the time that when you have a female who's like all in, right? Like they're unstoppable. It's like it's just I'm telling you what it's hell crazy. have no fury. Uh -huh. Like a woman's wrath that mm -hmm. goes into it, yeah. goes into business too, and and it it is, I I hate to say it because there things are definitely changing. Mm -hmm. However, it is it is hard to be a woman entrepreneur sometimes. Yeah. Um, people like for example, we were at the Pinners show, and um, you know it was my daughter and I were working it. And, it was a lady too. I'm like, man, come on. <laughs> she walks up and you know, she's talking, she's like, wow, you guys take a lot of pride in your product and working for, um, for Moxie blankets. I was like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. oh, I'm the owner. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't throw that out right off the bat. And she's like, yeah. Um, the guy who owns us must really trust you guys. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, the guy yeah. <laughs> I was like, actually I'm a hundred percent owner of the company. And she's like, 
no way. And I was like, yeah, I am. And she's like, well, that's really cool. I was like, but why do you assume yeah. right off the bat yeah, that, that it's a man? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. So that, you know, that's hard. Um, I have presented to rooms full of men, boardrooms full of men all the time. Um, I used, it used to be intimidating yeah. and I'm like, bring it. Yeah. Like there is nothing about my <laughs> yeah. presentation or because I'm always very prepared uh-huh. um, for whatever, you know, whatever they can throw at you. But you do, I, I have just got into it. You have to be bigger, faster, stronger, smarter than every man in that mm-hmm. room in yeah. order to get yeah. a tiny bit of the respect that yeah. you deserve. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I've been, I've been in marketing my entire career. Mm-hmm. There's, there has been not one position that I've ever held that hasn't been based around marketing. So when it comes to marketing, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know, I know what I I'm talking about. For the, yeah. for the most part, now it's changing now. It's a crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's so many moving parts to marketing now from when I started. Um, but you know, I stay, I stay up to date on on most of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty, pretty well versed. Yeah. Uh, but even at that, I mean, you can be like some marketing genius as a woman, but it's still. Um, you definitely have to prove yourself more than I think you would. Yeah. Um, if you were a man, yeah. 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 Okay. Which is kind of unfortunate. I agree, yeah. yeah. Um, and even with like with funding, um, the way – so when I started Moxie Blankets, um, I was open to taking on investors, and that was, that was wild. I had gone um, out to Silicon Slopes, and I had pitched at an event out there and won the event, mm-hmm. and still it was like – it was just. It they didn't want to give you money. No, they would, but like trying to take full, so, like yeah, more of their cut than they should. Yeah, the whole yeah, company. yeah. So for it's me, it's like the Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah. So I actually got approached by Shark Tank, which no I politely declined because what? they that's take cool. way too much of it. That's oh yeah, oh, man. If you want to to keep your company, mm-hmm. but you you should have just got on the show way. just to be on the show. No. No, I just. No, I don't know. They spin your words and uh, like they just yeah they make yeah, you yeah. yeah so um, I stayed away from that. I to this point I've stayed away from investors and that's probably mm-hmm. the route I'll continue to go and stay self funded. Um, you know my kids know that some days we gotta eat ramen noodles like five days yeah. in a yeah. row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's okay um, because you know it it certainly pays off. Uh, However, well, I think our ramen day noodle, my ramen noodle days. Oh, now um, you could get fancy with ramen noodles. Are, <laughs> you can, you totally can. Yeah. I think those are are, are past us at this uh-huh, point. Yeah. Um, I still love them, though. I know. Some days, <laughs> like some yeah. days, there's just nothing like a bowl of ramen. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. like mac and cheese. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's, it's comfort like those, food. Yeah, it's peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just those things that, that you know, it's where you come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so, so I, I, I get that, but it, it is, it's a non, it's a nonstop hustle, but being self-funded has, has been, um, super hard, yeah, <laughs> super sure. humbling, yeah, but totally worth it because at the end of the day, every decision that's made for my business, mm-hmm. for my yeah. business yeah. is mine. Yeah. Um, so there's a, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Um, it's definitely not always the easier route, but taking on an investor isn't always the easier route either. No, because no. That comes Dude, with its own. Once you sign on that dotted line, like that weight is just. Yeah, some of them feel like they own you on. Sometimes. Yeah, some of them feel like they own you. Like. Yeah, yeah. Like you the have expectations to, yeah. are crazy. Uh-huh. And, um, 
the the one investor that I was talking with, I I I did like I did like him. He was he was cool, and I thought we were a good fit. But he wanted to manufacture in China, and I won't. Yeah, my products are U.S. made. I am, yeah. I am all about that. You know, um, keeping it here and keeping it close, and mm -hmm. making sure that my quality control is perfect. I need yeah. to be able to walk into my manufacturer at any time and be like, "That's not right. That's not right. That looks good. That looks good." Yeah. You know, and not nice. have any have any questions. So, so that's do, crazy. So you do a Moxie uh, blankets, right? Mm -hmm. So what is your other job? You said Moxie agency. Yeah, what the is, Moxie. Yeah. Agency. So what is that, and so, what do you do with that? So that's full service marketing. Okay. But we do a heavy emphasis on branding. Okay. Um, because if you don't have a brand, then you know you yeah you're you're already behind the ball yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with your product. Yeah. So we'll take companies through our branding boot camp, and it's um, we break it up into two two days, and it's very intense. It's very interactive. It's I mean you're gonna come in and, and just get a very very clear idea of who your company is where you're going where you've been where you want to go um five years down the road we don't look too much further down the road than five years because yeah. really so. it's i mean yeah. you just you could be sitting in another 2020 you know? yeah who, who knows what's gonna <laughs> yeah. happen yeah. so we don't go much further than that but um the the branding boot camp is is awesome we have pre uh pre-COVID, we had people that would fly in from, from all over the country oh, to wow. come in and do the two-day boot camp. That's crazy. Which, That's yeah, wild. which is awesome. Um, it's super, it, and you know, it's fun. It's not just, okay, like, let's just grind, grind, grind. It's um, how we can make it fun. And uh -huh. We use big, huge post-its notes, and we stick them all <laughs> over the walls, and everybody's, you know, going around, and yeah. it's just a big, huge ideation session. And, and at the end of the day, everybody, well, they have their, their branding uh -huh. books that that we put together and you just have a real clear idea everybody yeah. so your whole board will come uh -huh. um, and then sometimes they'll have directors come as well and everybody has a clear idea of, of where you want to go and who they want to be and mm -hmm. if you're not on board with it then doesn't line up you can make some decisions yeah. <laughs> on who should be on your board yeah that's i i feel like branding and what you stand for and your vision is everything oh absolutely and if you can't align with that it's like then yeah. You, you do have a problem. Oh, absolutely. There's so the consumer wants to know the culture of your company. Yes. Right? They want to know the that employees are yeah. treated uh -huh. well. They want to know where the products are coming from. They, mm -hmm. they, you know, and not that I'm opposed to doing anything overseas, but for my company and for me and for what I do, a blanket is straight comfort. Yeah. Right? And the fact that our blankets are weighted, yeah. I cannot have them ripping. I can't have seams coming undone. Yeah. And that we use a teeny tiny little glass silica, uh, silica free bead. I can't have those coming out of blankets. Yeah. So our quality has to be perfect yeah. every think, time. You know what's funny? Sorry to interrupt you, but a blanket is everything. Like my wife, she's fancy. So she <laughs> likes to have like the nice, like sheets and patterns yeah and like the it's silky like all that silkiness and i'm ghetto so i got a mexican i got mexican blankets you know oh, and those tiger, things the big old tiger. yeah the big ass tigers bro those are my favorite you know but i haven't i i got i let my little brother keep my mexican blankets because my wife hated them that i had for like 10 years they're like the best blankets so yeah like in the super, car and yeah. then like you go to park or wherever yeah they're like they're, they're thick big. and they're heavy yeah. yeah but i never thought about it that way yeah. but they're like yep. You yeah, know, they, they just kind of cuddle yeah. you and stuff. Yeah, we keep them in our cars. Yeah. So, oh, no, sorry. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, I, like, I never thought about how, like, you're yeah. absolutely right. Like, I never thought about how 
how a blanket really makes you feel when it's the right blanket. Yeah. Like you have the worst date. Uh-huh. And you go home and you like cuddle up in your blankets and you're just like Yeah, it's just soothing. Okay. Yeah. Do yeah, like just breathe. <laughs> Take a bit of time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, it's the whole story too, because I remember you telling me when you were, I think, barely starting your Moxie blanket, and you know, showing us. I think you showed us a couple of patterns and things uh -huh. like that in your office. Yeah. Um, but to me, what got me was also like your story you had behind why you started the blanket, yeah. which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you didn't just say one day, "Oh, I want to do blankets just for the hell of it." Right. There was a reason yeah. why, and I, I think. Never thought I'd have a blanket company. Yeah. Like that never occurred to uh -huh. me. But but yeah, it was yeah. it was the story of my. Um, my little boy used to have crazy, crazy nightmares. And it was awful and horrible. And I don't think I slept a full night since he was born. I mean, his, it was just, it was crazy. So I researched it and researched it. And I didn't want to do any type of chemical, even like melatonin. Uh -huh. and, and I know it's natural, but there's still side effects yeah. with, mm -hmm. with melatonin, right? And so um, I needed a non-chemical way to help my little man go to sleep. Yeah. So I came across some weighted blankets and then I went out and bought a bunch and I just, I didn't love, well, one, like 99% of weighted blankets are made in China mm -hmm. um, because they're very hard to make and they're very expensive to make. Mm -hmm. So most people just go to China. Um, or I didn't like what they were filled with. I didn't like how big the, the squares were or, yeah. you know, whatever the case may be. So I had a prototype made. And that first night that he slept, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing <laughs> thing in the world. So I was like, one, we have to help other parents. And yeah. two, we need to monetize this. So uh, we we started a blanket company. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and what went wild. from one line, we now have three lines. So we have our Monster Protection Academy, which is our line that helps kids with nightmares. Mm -hmm. And then we have our Moxie line, which is our, our classic line, um, affordable for most. And then we have our Luxie line, which is our... High end, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's our that's our fancy <laughs> um, But this, I mean, it is the most plush, luxe, minky material on the planet. It doesn't shed, um, which is really nice. That was also one of the big things. As I was like, dude, yeah. There's another blanket company, um, and I would use their blanket, and it was super soft and it was great, but it would like Little shed all over. over. Yeah. And I was like, dude, my couch was like covered in it, and my pants and. And so I was like, it can't shit. We gotta buy material that can't yeah. shit. And two, it has to be machine washable because yeah. mm -hmm. what parent has time to be running to the dry cleaner or the laundry to wash okay. a flipping blanket? Because mm -hmm. if your kids are using, dude, you got goldfish, you got apple juice, you got oh, milk, yeah. you got chocolate, yeah. milk, you got everything <laughs> crushed into this blanket, right? Yeah. So you gotta be able to throw that sucker in the washing machine and be done. So all of our all of our blankets from the five pound all the way to the fifteen pound, everything is is machine washable. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about your story. Like, where are you from? Like, yeah, background, background, yeah. middle, and where yeah. are you now? So, so I, I was born in Utah, and um, you know, in the beginning, for until I was like third grade, I had that typical Utah, like, like you know, yeah, mom, dad, brothers. It church. was fun, church. My dad was the bishop. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's a situation, right? Right. So it was that typical Utah life. Yeah. And then, um, like my world got flipped upside down. And um, my parents' divorce was very, very public. It was very ugly. It was very drawn out. I mean, my dad, you know, he was. He yeah. was a freaking bishop, uh -huh. so yeah. of course everybody's all up in that business, and um, so it was. Oh my gosh, that is a that is a time frame that is 
not my favorite. <laughs> so um, it, it went from like that perfect life to like just chaos and craziness. Mm -hmm. And um, fortunately, me and my brothers, we all played sports. So that's what got us through. Yeah. Um, I loved, I mean, I loved to watch my brothers play football. I am a football girl through and through. Yeah, I know more team? football than most men do. Um, the youth, of course. The youth, we are like right. diehard <laughs> of Utah fans. And then <sighs> the Niners threw it good and bad. Oh, dang. I saw <laughs> that game yesterday was not very anyway, bad. We have seen a lot of bad lately. Um, but yeah, Niners are my team. Yeah. And then. Um, you know, we're huge jazz fans as, as well. And go bear just signed a huge contract. So we're happy about that because I really like him. And then uh we're Dodgers fans. So Dang. yeah, yeah, you mix. yeah. Yep. And Mookie Betts just yeah. got a trade to the Dodgers, yeah. and that's my little boy's favorite player. So all is good in our <laughs> yeah. world. sports world yeah. with, with baseball. The youth season was that was interesting. It's it twenty twenty. Yeah, like irrelevant yeah you know yeah um so and, and NFL, i don't i don't really know how to feel about sports this year but the new jazz jerseys are fire Have oh you seen yeah uh -uh. yes so they're dope my really? kids yeah. got one it's back ordered until march yeah, it's <laughs> they are because yeah, i got a new owner too yeah. so he's switching things up oh, which is yeah, gonna be nice the owner of qualtrics just, yep. yeah ryan just bought out or not so, bought out so they have just, a chance to be good at some point uh, I think I think they have a better chance now just because of this new owner. He's young. He yeah, loves he's basketball. He's forty, like forty-one or something. Yeah, he's and a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, so See, that's what we got. He started I think no. I, yeah. So I think with him just having that new vision, I think oh, he is gonna sure. make those moves where I feel yeah. like the Murray Millers were scared yeah. of you. Which and I love, you know, I loved the Millers. Yeah, they did an awesome job. Jerry Sloan will forever be my favorite coach. Always, yes. I freaking like. I'm not a real like fangirl type person, mm -hmm. but when I met Jerry I was fangirling <laughs> hard. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so cool. And he's like a man of very few words. Oh so yeah, like, really never know. He has like, to, like, he has like that intimidating him. personality, but, like. Yeah, but I do. I just, I mean, I grew up watching him. Yeah. You know, like his games got me through like some crazy times. Yeah. So I will, I will always, I will always love. In the Stockton and Malone area, I mean, yeah, like hello, that's like the greatest like <laughs> jazz. So that was fun. But then um, I grew up. I had a, a colorful childhood, we'll say, into my <laughs> teen years, and I went to multiple elementaries, junior highs, and high schools everywhere from Ogden to St. George. <laughs> wow. Because I just kind of bounced around a little bit, and then. Um, one day I was like, I don't want to be around this chaos anymore. I'm done with it. So I packed two suitcases and I got on a plane and went to New York. Dang. How old were you yourself? at that time? Yeah, by myself. I was, I think I just barely turned 18. Oh, um, dang, that's a I huge, was young. yeah, that's yeah. a huge, yeah. I had no plans. I didn't know anybody. Um, it was, it was just like a, I, I, I mean, I remember so distinctly my dad worked for the post office in Keysville and I walked in, I was like, dad, I'm going to go to New York. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to New York. He's like, mm, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, um, I actually found a lady who needed a nanny. And so I, um, just packed two suitcases and I was gone and I was out there for several years and I, I loved every minute. I made lots of bad choices and I had a lot of fun. The East Coast is different. Um, oh, it's totally yeah, different. It's it different. is. I mean, it is 
like night and day going from Utah, Utah? to oh yeah, <laughs> to, and not just like New York, but I was in the Bronx. Yeah, and so it culture shock. Oh, I bet that's like, like the opposite. Oh, I'm from New Jersey, so like, when I moved yeah, here, like I was, yeah, like we talked about in the last episode, it was like yeah, just walking into a room full of kids. I moved here when I was twelve, so I moved oh, in. Yeah, yeah. Walked into my elementary sixth grade classroom, all blue eye, blue eyes and blonde hair. I was like, "Yep, yo, where, it's where am I?" So different. It's yeah, it is. It's 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 crazy. Um, and you know, coming from Utah, where like kind of like Utah has some really pretty people. Yeah. <laughs> so they, you know, appearance. Utah's kind of a vain state. We'll just oh, for sure. Out. Yeah. So then you go to New York, and everybody's just ugly. No, uh, like, like, like their personality, they just like let their personality yeah, show. Yeah. Like over here, you try to hide, like a lot of people try to hide yeah. who they really like, are. Yeah. Oh, you're so awesome. But it, behind your back, they're like, yeah. yeah. Like New York's just different. Yeah. Like, and Bella, what you looking People at? are always like, New Yorkers are so rude. No, they're yeah. just honest. Yeah. yeah. They're just very yeah. blunt. Yeah. And, Good. But I kid you not, some of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life um, are, are New Yorkers. And so I got out there and I was nanny for a little bit and I didn't do that too long because like I mean my I had big I had big dreams, right? <laughs> uh -huh. I was gonna roll New York City. Hey. So um I actually met um a, a, a couple who owned a dance and karate studio and I went to <laughs> I went to a kickboxing class there and just like a cardio kickboxing, uh -huh. right? And the owner, um Shihan Chalemi was like you got a lot of fighting you. And I was like, oh, I'm a little feisty. I grew up with all boys. And he's like, I need you to come train with me. So I was like, no, no, like, I'm good. I'm good. He's like, no, I need you to come train with me. So I was like, okay. So I took that fast track. I was training seven days a week, multiple hours a day in um, Goju Karate. And, and I got my black belt and I competed and Dang. I took first place in fighting and That's several crazy. tournaments and Oh, he brought like this beast out in me. Like, yeah, that's a lot this. of discipline. I didn't get past oh. the white belt, so it is a lot of discipline. And he just like he just kind of took me under his wing. So it's like that. I'm gonna be extra, extra hard on you because yeah. yeah. I'm gonna take you in. And um, and he did, and he was he was hard on me. And and I remember specifically in my black belt test or my brown belt test, there was one move that I had a really hard time with. Um, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm only five one. I got short arms, short yeah. legs. So some things were a little bit challenging for me. And I was working the bow staff, and there was this one move that I had the hardest. Like, he made me do that shit for forty five minutes. My arms were like, I mean, I looked like I just had gotten like, some <laughs> crazy accent. They were black and blue, and I just remember That's not crazy. being able to lift my arms over my head for like two weeks because they were so bad. But that man made me into a completely different person through wow. for his training. I went from like, I mean, I've always been pretty, pretty feisty, but he like pulled out this feistiness on a whole nother level. And without those experiences that yeah. he gave me, there's no way I would be where I am today. Like, like there's no question in my That's mind crazy. that without him, I would, there's just, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do what I do like God was like I need you to go to New York and I need you to meet him because wow. you're gonna make some bad choices that are gonna cause your life to be really hard in the future so you need to be okay. super tough and I did I did make bad choices you know mm -hmm. I made 
um, some crazy choices and align myself with people that I shouldn't have been aligned with. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I got two beautiful kids out of it. Yeah. So, so that is is a is a huge blessing. But um, you know, it it was too being a young mom and just having it be me and my daughter. It was I was hard. Was there were, did you have your kids in New York or over here? Uh, my daughter. Your daughter. Yeah, okay. my son. My son. Was born um, here I met his his dad here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause like I said, you know, sometimes I gotta learn lessons. Yeah, twice. Sometimes <laughs> no, I gotta learn the first yeah, time. Sometimes it, it takes two. So, which, which, you know, that, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, I got two beautiful babies out of it who yeah. are, who are just my saving grace without a doubt. First time I got pregnant, I was like, oh Lord, I'm what sure. are you doing? Like, I think you how old are, how old are you when you had your first child? I was 23, 22, 22. Yeah, so you're still yeah. yeah. So I was young. I mean, yeah. I was in New York and I was living the high life and I yeah. was, you know, living that sex in the city life yeah. to a T and having fun. <laughs> and, and then God was like, boom, baby. And I'm like, wait, what? There's no yeah. way. And um, best thing ever, without a doubt, the best, yeah. best thing ever. It was one, it was a bad relationship that I should have never been in in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it was like a, I called my dad and I'm like, dad, I need you to get on a plane and I need you to drive cross country with me because I got to get out of here now. And he's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't ask questions. We got like a 20 it. hour drive. It's longer than 20 hours. I'll explain it all then. So he literally jumped on a plane. I packed everything I could into this little car that I had and we drove cross country so that I could get away from this guy. Wow, that's was, how serious it was. Dang. It was crazy. It was so, so crazy. Um, but it, you know, that was just, <laughs> that was just step one of a very, very long, um, very long journey of bad, bad decisions. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's take a quick yeah. break and then we'll come back to some more of your bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you just got out of one crazy relationship, right? And yeah. then you ended so, up moving back to Utah. Yeah, so what, yeah. what happened in that trajectory? So I came back to Utah, um, and worked um, for a few different companies, always in, in marketing, and um, and it was good. I mean, it was fine. And dated a little bit, nothing too crazy. And then when my daughter was two, I had met my son's dad, and he was just bad. I mean, this dude was <laughs> he was such a con artist. Oh wow! <laughs> but we, you know, he was good at what he did, and yeah. and you know, I was young, and I was just. Um, I just wanted that family life. Yeah. And so I, I had some very lovely rose colored glasses on the <laughs> entire time. But that man, let me tell you what, he stole everything I owned of any type of value, no drained my bank account of several thousand dollars multiple times. He wow. was just, I mean, he was in and out of trouble constantly. I was always bailing him out of jail. I mean, it was just a typical nightmare. Yeah. It was stupid. And I think back on it sometimes and I'm like, Dude, like you're hella, like you're crazy strong and, and independent. So what in Which the hell yeah. happened for that four wow. years? Like, yeah. Where did you go? Yeah. And um, do you do you think like moving back to Utah, uh, you ended up having like that? Oh, I want a family because yes. Utah's like a very yes, family. It is. Yeah. Everybody expects. Everybody expects this and that. Yeah. And I was so sick and tired of the. Of the oh she's a single mom oh, yeah it was like they, people would introduce you, me and it was like oh she's a single mom that doesn't define who I yeah, am like, that has yeah. nothing to do with who I am 
So I was, I was, I was eager to, to end that. And, um, I had planned our wedding three times, lost tons of money on each one, but I just knew, I always knew it wasn't right. And I just couldn't, I yeah. couldn't do it. So I never did. Um, and so finally, um, he, oh, this, this boy had demons. Let me tell you, he had <laughs> demons. Um, and the final straw was, I mean, but he kept them outside of our home. Yeah. You know, he, he did horrible, horrible things, but it was outside of our homes where my kids weren't at. Well, he lost his mind and he came in the house and, um, after a crazy long binger and, and, um, he went to the bathroom and I was like, dude, get out of the bathroom. Like I gotta go to work. Yeah. Well, I, so I picked the lock and came in and he was doing Coke in our bathroom. I was like, oh, no, that's wow. like, it's, it's a wrap. We are done. So we got into a big, huge fight. He started swinging and I was like, dude, we're done. So, so he left. I packed all of his stuff, threw it out on the lawn, locked all the doors, sent him a text message like, Hey, come get your stuff. Yeah. Changed, <laughs> changed all the locks. I was Damn. done at that point. Yeah. Um, and so he came and he'd gotten his stuff and he broke into the house a few times and I'm so sorry. I'll change it. Yeah. We're done. Like, yeah. It's, it's a wrap. Yeah. So that went on for like six or seven months. And then he ended up going to jail. He got out of jail like a year later. Um, and he would just sit on the side of our oh, house, wow. like a few houses down or whatever. <laughs> it just, but, um, you know, he never got violent again after uh -huh. that or anything. He, um, he, he just stayed away. And then, um, he ended up going to prison for a few years. Uh -huh. Um, so he saw, he saw my son maybe twice after that, I think, um, pretty much that, 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 that was it. And my son's 10. So, oh, wow. so it's been, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we kept, we kept a distance. And I remember when he got out of prison, this was probably, I don't know, a, maybe a year and a half ago. And he called and he's like, hello. And I'm like, Hey, I know yeah, who it was. Yeah. He's like, this is the person you hate the most in the entire world. And I was like, I don't hate yeah. anybody. So I don't know who this could be. And uh -huh. he's like, well, it's Dre. And I was like, I don't hate you. Yeah. I said, I forgave you a long time ago. Not for you, but for me. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. hate is too big a burden to bear. And I'm yeah, not yes. taking that with me. And we actually had a very civil conversation and, and um, he's like, well, can I, can I see my son? And I was like, well, like you just got out of prison. So you gotta be, you gotta oh, be yeah. clean for like uh -huh. six months because if you can't enhance my son's life, you don't get to be there. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. You know, I'm, I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to stay clean. I'm going to this, I'm going to that, blah, blah, blah. Well, unfortunately it never happened and he overdosed. So um, yeah, wow. this summer. So um, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it just, you know, it just never happened. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, and my son being the very practical person that he is, cause I don't, I'm not going to hide anything from yeah. my kids. Like I don't want my son to come back to me 10 years later and be like, dude, uh -huh. mom, I'm, yeah. I'm pissed at you because of this or that. So, you know, we sat down and I just said, everybody has a mom and a dad. It takes yeah. a mom and a dad to make a baby or, you know, whatever. And, um, I was like, well, you know, he passed away and, and he's like, Oh, he did. And I'm like, yeah. And I said, are you like, are you okay? Do you have any questions? Yeah. And he goes, well, how did he die? I said, well, he just, you know, he took a lot of drugs and, and, um, he overdosed and he looked at me and he said, well, mom, what did he think was going to happen? I was like, <laughs> wow. well, okay. Yeah. 
Just Sounds good. <laughs> and I was uh, like, are you, like, are you sad? Uh, like, do you want to talk about it? He goes, no, how can I feel sad over someone who doesn't feel sad over me? Dang. I was like, oh my god! That's a very like mature response. Oh, like, yeah, it was oh, like crazy. just and that and that was it. And I, and I just told him, I said, if there's anything you know you ever want to yeah. talk about, let me know. And he's like, well, if I have any brothers and sisters, I'd like to meet them. And I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll see what I can do. Come to find out, this fool had nine other kids. Damn, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh, and you didn't know that whole time you knew it. <laughs> well, I knew he'd gotten another girl pregnant when I was pregnant with my son. Oh, Because wow. this dude was just all yeah. sorts of trouble. Um, but now, Dang. I was like. He sounds like my uncle. What? I got an uncle just like that, crazy oh, as hell. Yeah, it just, it. I mean, this dude was just bad on a lot of levels. Yeah. So that was actually the like the last relationship that I've had. My son's 10. I kicked him out when he was six months old. So wow. I haven't dated or done any of that for like time. nine years. So, talk, so talking about that, because so my mom, she's just been a single mom for a long time, and yeah. it's not like it's not like she can't have relationships. Oh, right? it's easy to get into her relationship. right. <laughs> but my mom always says like, so I, my brother's seventeen, and my sister's fourteen. She's about to turn fifteen. And my dad left in 2007, but my dad sold drugs. He went to prison. I grew up with my mom and my aunt. Like it was, it took a village to raise me and, yeah. and my my little cousins. So my mom and my aunts always kind of grouped together, and they raised these boys together, right? So they're more like brothers to me. Yeah. So I've always asked my mom, like same thing, like mom, what the hell is wrong with you? Like. My dad was doing coke and he was selling drugs and then he was coming home and he had guns in the house. Like, and we lived in the ghetto. Like, you're not that, you're not like, like not from what life. you taught me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do drugs for a long time because you raised me better. Right. right. And then I made mistakes or whatever yeah, sure. when I found out. But now it's like, now I want my mom to find someone <laughs> and be happy. But mom's like, no, that guy's no, he's not good enough for me. Like, so she has like, yeah these res- I, I don't like know a if wall. Like a wall. yeah a wall yeah. so do you feel like is that um, re- is that something that happens or like if it comes if it comes into my life like that's cool i'm not mm-hmm. gonna online date i'm not gonna go to the bars i'm not gonna go i'm not uh-huh. nice i'm yeah. not gonna do any of that it's just because it's just not for me like i'm old-fashioned in the fact that i want someone to be like you know, look at me and be like, oh, she's really pretty. Like, I, yeah, uh-huh. you know, or hear me speak at a conference or something be like, oh, she's really smart. Like, I'd like to get to know her yeah, better yeah. type thing. Not swipe left, like, oh, I hit that, I hit that. Yeah. Like, how proud are you? Yeah, yeah. You know? It's kind of so, crazy that that's what it's turned into. Yeah, yeah. that's just, that's just not for yeah. me. So, um, do you think like your, I'll see like your career, because you obviously you have high and, goals with yeah. like building two, not just one business, you have two businesses. Right. And so that, so. that definitely plays a part into it. Um, with my with with my son's dad, he would always say, "You don't cheat on me with men; you cheat on me with work." And <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, well, you're not wrong. You're like I have nine um, businesses. You had nine kids. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, looking at it from that aspect, I mean, there for a long time, like I was just an absolute workaholic, mm-hmm. and and I will totally admit that and it's taken yeah. a lot for me to get to the point where i can walk away from work yeah. or leave work at the office and go home and be with my kids because it was i was taking my laptop with me every everywhere no matter mm-hmm. what because there was always something that i could be doing um and i 
I feel like in some ways I learned the hard way with that too. Yeah. Um, because there were things that like I should have been more present for with my kids. Um, but now I know that work's always going to be there. Yeah. Right? My kids on the other hand, you know, they're going to, they're going to grow up and they're going to go start their own life. And then mom's, you know, yeah. not as cool as what yeah. she once was. <laughs> and so I know my days are super, super limited uh -huh. in that aspect. So, um, well, yes, work keeps me very, very busy. Um, like I'm never, ever, ever going to be like, Oh, I wish I would have stayed at the office that extra two hours and not gone to my son's baseball game. Yeah. That's never, ever going to happen. Yeah. Right. So now, um, I don't miss, I never miss baseball games or anything that my kids do yeah. ever, ever. Mm -hmm. Um, I, even with my son's baseball practice, I go to every single practice. That's awesome. Rain, snow, so it does not matter. I'm always there because he expects me to be there. Yeah. It's important for me mm -hmm. to be there. And there are times where I do have to bring my laptop and, and you know, work while, while I'm at practice. But, dude, the second the game starts, I don't even touch my phone. Yeah. I have another mom <laughs> record when he's up to bat or something. <laughs> Because I know that if I pick up my phone and I get the emails or the texts, and I'm be like, oh, let me just do this real quick. Yeah. And and it's so I love what I do, so it's not work to me. Yes. Right. It's fun. It's exciting. Uh -huh. um, every time my phone dings that we have another order from Oxy One, because I'm like, ah, it's, you know, it's exciting. Yeah. It's yeah. like somebody's putting their trust in my company uh -huh. yeah. to bring them comfort because weighted blankets are good for stress and anxiety and insomnia, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, so it, it literally is somebody saying, Hey, I trust you. I want to do business with you. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's fun and it's yeah. exciting and, and, um, you know, I love what I do. So it's, it's not a burden. It's not or work. Anything. Yeah. Um, no, so I, you... I get to go to work every day. I don't have to, Yeah. you know, and, and there's, Oh man, there's a big difference between getting to go to work and having to go to work. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Like, um, yeah. that's, that's huge. My dad, um, you know, he graduated high school and never went to college, never had any sort of a like extended education, but he always told me growing up, find something that you love to do, figure out how to make money doing it. Yeah. So I, I've just taken that, um, piece of information and just ran with it. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's super that practical idea. advice. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. find something you love to do and make money. Yep. Yep. Cause you'll be happy. Absolutely. Yeah. And he worked for the post office his entire career. That's literally his entire wow. career. And um, he's like this master craftsman. He makes like the coolest stuff all the time. So now I'm trying to get him to like monetize that. Nice. Yeah. 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 He's just like, you have the brain. Yeah, right? no, for real. no, it's like, it's crazy because with the social media, obviously, you yeah. know, right? Um, I was watching uh, a TikTok popped up on your for you page or whatever. And it's this dad, this girl recording her dad because her dad is like an engineer or whatever. He's like really yeah. smart. And she's like, I'm trying to get my dad to like his business to blow up yeah. like this idea because I think it's awesome. And it's like uh, like wireless head, like Bluetooth headphones basically for like snowboard helmets and things like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he Actually, created like some sort of technology thing. Yeah. And it's her like promoting his business. And it was like from one day to another, like obviously once you like pop on the profile, you look at it. Yeah. So it started like blowing up, like people yeah. putting in orders and things like that. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, it's crazy how like social media works and how now I think before it was really hard before like the social media age, yeah. I would say it was hard to like go out and try to monetize what you love because you know, word of mouth, yes, it can get you so far, yeah. but now word of mouth through social media, sending a post and then tagging your location, hashtags, all this stuff. And right. it opens it up to all these other people. Yeah. 
it's just it's crazy what social media can do if you're smart with it right the downside of that is everybody has access to it yes. so your competition uh -huh. exactly same thing just what uh -huh. like, has been blown yep. out of the water that's you're, you're at china watching so now they're going to do everything cheaper yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so you have to be you have to be very 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 strategic yeah which there's a lot of software out there ai uh -huh. has like oh yeah, yeah it's, it's totally scary the game. yeah so you can really lower um and figure out who your audience who your true uh -huh. audience yeah. is yeah. like you know we'll do ads and stuff and people are like oh my gosh your blankets are so expensive well you're not my user you're <laughs> yeah you're, you're not my customer then right. and that's okay yeah you know you're probably but they still take the time customer, to like go in cool. they still yeah. take the time to knock you though like yeah i'm like you just scared some of the things i right i'm like really I'm like bro take your 10 now. seconds of life and use it somewhere yes. else. yes because it's just oh so it's just it's just silly it, yeah like they take the time like out of their day just to tell you that negativity that, yeah. yeah like yeah. oh you suck or yeah. it's like dude you're overpriced you or like, whatever what it's so it's so funny so you know we, we obviously watched yeah. it really close and so we just we just delete the comment and keep it moving because yeah there's no I mean, point in yeah. giving it to negativity no no we're certainly not going to reply yeah. with anything crazy yeah. because one that's not our company culture uh -huh. and two like i got way too much good in my life to yeah. focus on one you know one, exactly. one silly comment like like that we just i mean we live such a blessed such a blessed life mm -hmm. um that you know we yeah. people are gonna be people are gonna be people and yeah. they're gonna do and say whatever they want and, and that's okay you know you you choose to live your life however you want and we're gonna keep on living our life how right. how we see fit and um you know so what are some things you've done because um, obviously you're like at a, a very good place now right you're yeah. obviously all these years are paying off so what are you doing now in order to like leverage time to have those times to like go and be with your kids to like their events or just whatever they need to be present at home? But yeah. what are you doing? Um, so, well, one, I have the knowledge and the experience and the expertise to get stuff done way faster than what I used to. Right. So what I can get done in four hours will take most people, you know, an entire day. Yeah. So that's really nice because I can I can definitely utilize that. And then I utilize I really utilize off hours. So my kids know that from the time I get home from work until bedtime, that that's a no phone zone, right? Yeah. So I'm not gonna be on my phone unless it's like an an you know, there's always yeah. an exception yeah, where yeah. something happens, right? But they're few and far between. After they go to bed, dude, I utilize those hours, those those night hours. Um, usually, I don't nine thirty till 12 31-ish, uh -huh. depending on what I have going on. Um, because my phone's not ringing. I'm not getting any text yeah. messages. Yeah. There's no sports on. So I'm not being <laughs> distracted by a game. My kids are in bed. I know they're safe. I know they're good. I know they're not being ignored. And so I really, really utilize those hours. So by using those night hours, it gives me more day hours to yeah. spend to spend with my babies. And it is, I mean, you know, there's, there are some days where I'm a little more tired, but I'm a coffee drinker, so we're good, there right? You know. <laughs> um, but 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 having the flexibility to do that yeah. is gold for me because yeah. that means I can spend that much more time with with my with my kiddos and and um, use those night hours when I'm not being bothered or bugged. And because you know, yeah. during the day your phone's ringing nonstop, yeah. and you're getting text messages nonstop, and so it's hard to really like focus on a on a big project and just grind through yeah. it. 
when you're working when everybody else is asleep, you can, I mean, you can get stuff done so yeah, fast. Yeah, that's true. Um, so that part of it is really great. So any campaigns that we have set up, all of like the SEO that I do for my clients for Moxie Blankets, it's typically done through those night hours mm. because those are just, those are prime hours for my, for me to get yeah. a lot done um, yeah. in a short, a short amount of time. So that's a, that would be a, a, a good piece of advice there, to, a little nugget. To, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, for those folks who are, who are looking to try and um, be the entrepreneur, be a great business person, but not lose yeah. that, that, that family time. Yeah. You know, cause, cause it is, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard balance. And it took me way too long <laughs> to learn how, how to balance that out. Um, but it's, you know, it's totally, and then, you know, with, with travel and stuff, it's, that's, that's a little trickier. Yeah. And, and I, before I started the Mox agency, um, I was traveling one to two weeks every single month. So I was gone all the time, international and, and domestic. I mean, I was traveling a ton. Fortunately, my dad was retired. So he was, you know, he was Stepped staying with up, my yeah. kids. So it wasn't like they were with, you know, babies or yeah. anything. They were still with family. So that was good. But, um, that was that was hard that was hard too traveling and work is just that's a tricky one. Oh yeah um and i don't i don't have any good advice on how <laughs> on how to juggle that yeah um, other than facetime you know facetime yeah. is 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 great because yeah. you know you can still see him and facetime him every night uh -huh. but. i feel like a lot of the times when people are trying to go transition from like a job to a business they never make that jump because they're not willing to sacrifice yeah. a little bit, you know, right. like they always say, and I, I get it. They'll say, um, kind of like what you're saying, right? Like my kids, I have to pay attention to them. I have to do this and I have to do that, but you wouldn't have been able to do that right now if right. you didn't sacrifice yeah. a little bit in the beginning. Right. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So can it's you elaborate a, huge, a little bit on yeah. that? Yeah. It's a huge, huge sacrifice right up, right up front, you know, instead of, um, you know, paying as you go, yeah. you got to come with a lump sum real quick yeah. in order to, to get started. And, and it is, you know, it is a balance and you have, I guess how I did it was just look guys, like this is what's going to allow us to do, um, to, to be in a, in a nice home. This is what's going to allow us to have reliable cars. This is what's going to allow us to go on family vacation and to pay for the sports that you guys want to want to play and, yeah. and just, you know, setting proper expectations. Like I always say, hurt me with the truth. Don't hurt me with a lie. Yeah. So hurting them with the truth, <laughs> I think was very beneficial yeah. because it wasn't like, Oh, I'll be home in an hour and then not being home for four hours, you know, giving them a real expectation of, Hey, look, yeah, I don't run I'm going to have to grab something for dinner on the way home. We're yeah. not going to have a nice home cooked meal tonight because we're, it's going to be like a grab and go night, you know, um, because at our house we have dinner at the table. As a family, every night I love to. That's cook. awesome. Yeah, so, I do too. So, um, you know, we don't love going like grab yeah. and go. If we're yeah. gonna go out, we're gonna go out to a nice restaurant. Uh -huh. right? Yeah, yeah. This fast food stuff is just—it's not our jam because mm -hmm. I can make a home cooked bill. It's way yeah. better. Than, <laughs> yeah, probably cheaper than too. McDonald's yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so, um, you know, so that's so that just setting those proper expectations for, for the family. And, and not just for kids, but I think, uh, you know, if you're in a relationship, mm -hmm. husband, wife, girlfriend, whatever, yeah. um, oh 
man, that is one of the biggest things is, mm-hmm. is when you go into this, you have got to set proper expectations because right. nothing yeah. will wreck your relationship yeah. we, we talked about that before in the podcast. Than, <laughs> oh, man, the being yeah. an entrepreneur and not laying it out. Like, yeah. I had a friend, she's so funny, she's like, so I have this guy and I really think you should go out with him. Da, 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 da. I'm like, dude, I'm right in the middle of holiday sales. Yeah. Anybody who tries to date me right now is going to hate me <laughs> because you're going to send me a text and I'm going to text you back for like two weeks. Yeah. Not because I'm ignoring you, but because honestly, like, I'm going to put my business yeah. before you right yeah. now. Yeah. So, I mean, I've always been very transparent in, in that too, is is until we're like, like, need even this relationship my business is going to come before yeah so let me ask you on that okay so um what do you choose uh your business or a relationship right now let's say it's a right relationship okay what would you choose your dreams or the guy guy that's the right guy that's the guy your dreams see but the right guy wouldn't make me choose. I'd be like, all right, there you go. That's the right answer. I bring it up because we made a whole episode on that. Right. Like, because like I've had this conversation with my wife before we got married Yeah. and she's known, I've been doing this for 11 years and she knew like, look, you don't know what you're getting into. Right. Like I'm crazy. I make quick decisions. A lot of times they don't make sense because I'm thinking like 20 steps (laughs) and I'm praying on faith that it's going to work. It's going to be hard. And sometimes I'm going to be gone and I'm not going to be able to help, but I'm going to help eventually, you know, like, so, so she's always been my ride or die, right? Like, all right, cool. Like I support you. It's going to suck, whatever. But we had a lot of people that want to become entrepreneurs and their spouses are in (laughs) until they go, ah, wait, hold on. I don't, I'm not liking this anymore. It's either your business or me. Yep. Oh, and I've seen them crush like their souls or they die inside. They act like they're not, but I I know you have to be super transparent and if you are the type of person whose love language is like spending time together yeah, don't date an entrepreneur yeah like just don't because yeah. it's never right. <laughs> it's never gonna work because it's always gonna lack that, always gonna lack something yeah that entrepreneur spirit is just grind 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 non-stop yeah. you know so for me when you ask that question like the right guy versus a Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I'm going to choose business. Yeah. Like that's just—it's just yeah. the way it is. You, you sacrifice know? too much to give it up. That yeah, right? I put so much blood, sweat, and tears into my businesses that to just drop it for some dude who yeah. like thinks he's cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so not yeah. to say that you know I don't want a relationship or don't want yeah. to be in a relationship. It just whoever that person is for me, and I totally think he's out there. I just haven't found him yet is gonna be like a one very special individual because he's gonna have to learn yeah. that there are just some days where i just gotta grind through and if it just happens to be day night it just happens to be day night yeah, like, yeah. or or, or you yeah, know, yeah whatever and i will try if i like him enough <laughs> i'll try to accommodate <laughs> as, as, much as, my schedule. <laughs> as much as possible but i mean you know that that yeah, was one hard. of the big things with with my with my son's dad is, is I did, I chose business over him all the time. And that was my fault. That, yeah. that, that was not, that was not his fault. You know, he chose to fill his time with others. drugs yeah. and alcohol yeah. and sex. So <laughs> with other people. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, that relationship was just doomed from the start. Yeah. But, um, it, it's a fine line, man. It's, it is it's, it's hard. It is 
So I mean, if I had to learn the hard way with my kids, who I would do anything for, a relationship yeah. is, you know, is probably going to be a bit of a learning curve for me as well. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. So I guess uh, my question, I guess to kind of like wrap up and stuff. Um, you know, like we talked about, we're trying to get female entrepreneurs on here because yeah. we want other females out there. The biggest reason why we're trying to do that is because we feel like a lot of females end up putting their dreams on hold to help raise their family raise or their help family. support their spouse in yeah. whatever it is that they want to do. They're like, oh, well, you go do yeah. that and I'll take care of the household. Yeah. So obviously women are in different stages in life, right? right? So what advice do you give a female that is out there that may be in your similar situation that has dreams, has goals, but she's like, well, I can't because of this situation. What do you tell them? What's your advice? What you can, because if it's something you want bad enough, you'll always find a way, right? If, if it's something you want, you'll find a way. If it's something that you don't, you'll find an excuse. Mm -hmm. So you just, man, you just gotta dive in and do it. And you gotta set those proper expectations. Look, husband, yeah. I'm gonna be busy for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you gotta, you gotta deal with yeah, it. Yeah. Um, now, maybe not quite so blunt, you know, maybe fluff it yeah. a little bit <laughs> yeah. so we don't feel super neglected. Um, but just really, just go for it. You know, dive into it. There's um, there's a lot of cool programs for women, to for women, by women, to help women type, type thing. You know, there's, um, there's the women in business through different chambers and all sorts of different stuff to, to help you get started. And, and um, I mean, I know me for one, like if there's... If I see a gal who she's like, well, I want to start this business, then I'll be the first person online to help you. Like, yeah. cause I've, I've been through it. I've, I've started and sold several companies. And so, um, I'm always, I'm That's always awesome. ready to help the next gal online. And I, and I find that in the circle of women that I run with who own businesses, mm -hmm. they're the exact same way. You yeah. know, we're, we're more than happy, more than happy to help. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a group of gals that I go to dinner with that I met, um, at a at an e-commerce course that I took and it's all women <laughs> all business owners and we'll get together and we'll just kind of ping ideas off of each other yeah. and and chat through whatever's hard or whatever's easy or where our successes are or whatever um so there's really a ton of women that are that are willing, willing to help yeah. mm -hmm. and and men too I'm not certainly not saying yeah. that there's no men that are that are willing to help but um someone who has walked a similar path yes. as yeah. you. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> I find that um, sometimes it's easier to follow somebody who's mm -hmm. been there. Yeah. Yeah. Men, when when you're going to ask for advice or ask for money to a man in a very female-dominated industry, <laughs> it's very, very, very difficult. So one, know your audience, know who you're pitching to, because if you walk into a boardroom to ask for money from like a micro fund and it's all a bunch of white men and you're trying to sell like ethnic care products, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's not going to work, yeah. you know, know, know your audience. Um, so do your research, do your due diligence on everything that you do, because again, you have to be bigger, faster, stronger, and smarter than everybody that yeah. you come up against. Um, and there's, I mean, and there's, there's tons of resources. I mean, dude, you can Google like woman owned business grants, right? Yeah. And, and things will, will pop up. Are they easy to get? No, because there are a ton of, of women entrepreneurs out there. Um, but just align yourself with the right ones and dude, you'll soar. Yeah. You, awesome. you really will. They're, they're not, they're not hard to find. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're really not. Perfect. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show. The, 
you know, yeah. the advice you gave is is awesome. You know, find mentorship. That's the biggest thing that we um, yeah, advocate absolutely. is finding mentorship. So um, yeah. we're going to link all of your social medias and cool. anywhere where people can find you um, if they have questions, whatever, so that they can reach out to you. Yeah, and yeah. also if they want to buy a weighted blanket. Yeah, if you uh, want a weighted blanket, I'm your girl. <laughs> the, the plug. You got the plug right here. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate you being on the show, you know, Rafael and so Jamie. It was, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, so, and even like if there's anybody listening who is like, hey, I want to get started, don't know where to go, shoot me an email. You'll have my social channels. Let me know. I'm always willing to help. That's awesome. There you go. That yeah. easy. So as always, you know, as we end the show, if you're blessed enough to wake up today, you're blessed with another day to go out and chase your dreams. So Dream Chasers out. Peace.